Welcome back to Building the Bakken. I'm your host, Jason Spies. We continue with the second part of our feature story, How Long Will the Bakken Boom Last? In the first segment, we interviewed Richard Gardner, Ph.D. with the Center for Rural Entrepreneurship, as well as Patrick Hart, president of Meyer Real Estate Group, and former Exxon executive and current CEO of Blackridge Oil & Gas, Ken D.Q. Bellis. Those industry experts seem to have a consensus that there is an aggressive growth population projection for Williston, Watford City, Dickinson, and Bowman. In addition, we're looking at five to ten years of a frenzied building growth, according to many of the people who are building right now in the Bakken. As far as the overall play, somewhere between 25 and 50 years seems to be the range. Let's see if we can't narrow down that range with our next set of interviews. In part two of our feature, we will sit down with research scientist Nancy Hoder of North Dakota State University. We also talk with Dickinson City Administrator Sean Kessel about their rapid growth projection. And rounding off our interviews, Peter Elzey. He's a principal partner in THK Associates. First, let's sit down with Nancy Hoder of North Dakota State University and see what a research scientist has to say about how long she believes this Bakken boom will last. Take stock of, uh, of the information that we've got got here. I think there's there's plenty of opportunities. All of our models show that even even though we've seen tremendous growth in the last two years, uh, there's still an opportunity for tremendous growth uh, in the near term. Uh, just anecdotally, we've maybe added I have about 8,000 wells in the state right now. Our consensus scenarios for where we're going to end up in terms of the number of wells is uh, about 40,000. Uh, and it's going to take us a while to get there yet. So uh, I, I guess I, what I would say is that, you know, you, you haven't missed it. Uh, there's still plenty of opportunities for for growth and, and this uh, expansion in the oil and gas industry, in, in my opinion, uh, it's not just going to just poof, go away. Um, this is a, this is a real deal, and, and I think that uh, the face of western North Dakota is, is changing right before our eyes right now. And one community that's seen quite a bit of change is the city of Dickinson. The city of Dickinson is preparing for a boom to last for a while, projecting a population increase from roughly 20,000 to 40,000 over a five-year span. Dickinson City Administrator Sean Kessel sat down with us and had this to say about that aggressive population increase and how long this Bakken boom will last. Talk to me about Dickinson's growth. Uh, former council member Joe Frenzel uh, told me in an interview that uh, he thought, and Clayton Oltman's agreed with him, another council member, current council member, Dickinson will be 40,000 people in the next five years. Uh, former legislator Shirley Meyer said that was a little aggressive, but she didn't dispute it. She just said, that sounds a little <laughs> aggressive. And when you think about water, when you think about sewage, you think about power lines, fiber optic, you really start thinking about the social engineering here. How realistic is uh, Dickinson's population, 40,000 by 2017? Well, my crystal ball is just as clear as yours. And it's, it is, if I could, if I could get divine guidance on one question, that would be the one that I'd want answered, is what is our population going to be in 2020? We went to very f smart people to try to get that answered. We hired NDSU's Applied Economics Department to try to help us with that. And they did come back and, and did a study and, and used really good baseline numbers, the best that are available. And they are telling us 42,000 people. They're actually telling us 47,000 people uh, and when you incorporate all of the temporary housing that's going to be needed. But 42 is probably going to be our, our permanent, long-term population, and we'll grow from there. Is it going to happen in five years? 
it might take till to, uh, you know, 10 years to, to get to that level. I'm pretty confident that we're going to get there. I just don't know what, what time we're going to get there. And one individual who is very familiar with oil markets is Peter Elzey. Elzey is a principal partner with THK and Associates. THK analyzes this type of market research and assists with planning. Here is Peter Elzey with THK Associates commenting on how long he believes the oil play will last. The number of wells that have to be drilled to get the known reserves out of just the Bakken formation. You know, they need thousands and thousands of more wells. There's still two formations they haven't even drilled into yet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, barring the EPA and the folks in Washington doing something stupid, which they're capable of doing. They've proven they're very capable of, of screwing something up that, that's good. Um, you know, we think this is at least a 20 or 30 year, I'll say, play, but then the continued production and maintenance of the wells and power plants and pipelines, this isn't going away anytime soon. You could pass these on to your next generation in theory with the maintenance involved, huh? I mean, two yes. generations, I mean, you could. Okay. Uh, we haven't quite perfected wind and solar yet to run our cars and jets, so, so we're going to need oil for the foreseeable future. Although many of the experts differ with the details, the overwhelming consensus is the Bach and play will continue for another 25 to 30 years, with support systems for those wells lasting upwards of nearly 50 years. However, EPA regulations and the price of oil can cause a major disruption in the oil extraction within the Bakken. And on the flip side of that, current fracking and horizontal drilling technology is only at 7%, and that's allowing for a 5 to 6% extraction. If technology is increased by a simple 5%, it could result with additional extraction from the Bakken, bringing that 5 to 6%, perhaps up to 10 to 15%, which in the end would result in a boom within a boom. For names, titles, and biographical information, as well as links to their respective websites, visit our website, buildingthebakken.com. Want to contact the show? Email host at buildingthebakken.com. Miss part of the show? Log on to buildingthebakken.com for past shows and interviews. Today's episode of Building the Bakken is brought to you by Signal Media Group and the Mondak Oilfield Review. Again, this has always been one of the greatest supported uh, youth activities in Bowman County. We appreciate everybody coming here again this year. Okay, we're going to get started with the uh, Market Rabbit. And we got our grand champion Market Rabbit this year, exhibited by Caitlin Hill. And she's already step ahead of me. All right, here. And here now, I'm going to give you a $500 bid. I'm going to buy them. Welcome back to Building the Bach, and I'm your host, Jason Spies. What you hear right now is the golden tones of Andy Murnock of Pfeiffer Auction and Realty doing some volunteer work, some community service, if you will, during the Bowman County Fair in Bowman, North Dakota. Building the Bakken was there for the Bowman County Fair, had an opportunity.
opportunity to talk with many of the locals about the oil activity, as well as the county fair that was going on, and also some of the growing pains that are happening in Bowman on the southern tip of this oil activity, but actually right in the middle of Rapid City to Williston, which is quite honestly where the boom is going. Let's head down to Bowman and see what's going on as we listen to Andy Murnock, the auctioneer, those golden tones of Andy Murnock. 325. Congratulations to Dakota Farm Equipment for picking up that prized rabbit. What a great cause that money goes to as well. Youth 4-H. All right, let's talk with Madison Rautenberger. She's from Ludlow, South Dakota, coming up for the Bowman County Fair. Here is her reaction from Ludlow, South Dakota. Whether the oil activity has reached that far south or not. You're not supposed to ask a woman her age, but how old are you? I'm 12. 12? And how long have you been raising livestock competitively? Uh, five years. So you started when you were age 7? Mm-hmm. What animals did you start with at age 7? I started with two pigs and a heifer. Do you guys have much of oil activity down in Ludlow? Uh, we own some land by Ludlow, or, or farther north of Ludlow, and they called the Cox Road, and that is really crazy with oil field trucks. What was the name of it? Cox Road. Cox Road is crazy with the oil truck. Yeah. The oil project. Okay. Next, we're going to interview a teenager from Bowman, Haley Sabi. Haley Sabi not only was a champion that day in Bowman County, but she went on to become a champion for her steer at the North Dakota State Fair. So let's give Haley a round of applause. Good job, Haley. That's fresh North Dakota beef. And if it was the same steer that I saw down in Bowman, I'll tell you, her steer had a rump roast the size of Connecticut. No wonder she's a champion. Anyway, let's transition to the community feature here uh, down in Bowman. County. We had a chance just to ask Haley a basic question about how is Bowman reacting to all this oil activity? Have you been hearing anything in Bowman about some of the activity happening? Yeah, we hear a lot about the activity, um, especially a couple weeks ago, a kid from Bowman um, was in that car accident by Stanley, that really bad one up there, and he was killed, and so that really affected our community, so it's really making a difference. How old was that? Um, he was 21, I think. 21? Was yep. he from Bowman, like, yep. long uh, resident, yep. long time? Yep. He was working for an electrical company. How does a community the size of Bowman, 2,000 people probably in Bowman? Yeah. Yep. How does a community react, respond, reflect on something like that? That's that's one of your contemporaries. You, you maybe went to high yep. school with him. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, I knew him pretty well, actually. He was my stepbrother's really good friend, and so... Um, the community really pulls together. Like we had the, the memorial service was in our gymnasium, and the whole thing was just filled with people. And the, there's flowers everywhere. You know, the community really supports the family really well. It's raining pretty hard, isn't it? Yeah. A tragedy that will not be forgotten in Bowman, and an event that brings a community closer together. Bowman is like many communities in the oil patch, experiencing real-life growing pains. As you could hear in the background, it was quite a rainstorm happening for about an hour during the Bowman County Fair. Everybody kind of congregated into the animal shelters and in their vehicles. For a while, there was concern of a tornado, but the skies opened up and the beautiful sunshine came down for another successful Bowman County Fair. And this was an opportunity for the town to kick back, have a county fair, and really embrace what it means to have a community spirit. 
Listening on your radio, smartphone, or computer, Building the Bakken is available online and on the ground.